0: Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Moonpool where cats of all clans come together as one. Today I'm going to be giving my opinion on the dead cats of warriors. Star Clan, the Dark Forest, the strange purgatory that some cats seem to get stuck in. Just, de- just dead cats in general. Enjoy. Okay, so first I'm going to talk about Star Clan. So basically, Star Clan is where all the good cats go when they die. It's an afterlife where they can enjoy peace, and they never have to worry about death again, right? Wrong! As cats forget about them, they slowly fade into nothingness, which is really unfair in my opinion. Like, this cat just lived a full life, and they're dead now. At least let them stay dead, not fade into... I don't know what they fade into, actually. Just eternal sleep without dreams, not having a conscience at all, not existing? Like, just how they were before they were born? They just don't exist? That would make logical sense. I guess their spirit would just go away. Or, in Cinderpelt's case, reincarnate into a new body, which I'll also talk about. I just think it's unfair that perfectly good warriors aren't allowed to be in peace for all eternity. Actually, when you put it that way, all eternity sounds kind of boring. And what if you die before anyone you know well does? You'd be all alone in StarClan. That would be a great chance to make friends, though. Also, if you had an adventurous soul, you could probably get, like, fighting lessons in StarClan. Not really lessons, exactly. More like practice. You could practice with a super tough, skilled cat who's not in the Dark Forest. Like, I don't know, Nightcloud. She did? I don't know. Or, you know, Firestar. Some really great legendary cat like that. Also, I feel like when cats get into StarClan, they should have, like, training on how to be a StarClan cat. You know, how to deliver prophecies in the most foreboding and cruel-sounding voice, and how to make up the prophecies in the first place. Not make up, you know, just, like, how to make the prophecies. Like, who comes up with those things? Can StarClan see the future? Do they have some sort of crystal ball equivalent for cats? Or do the medicine cats in StarClan see clear visions of the future, and so they share super unclear visions of the future with the medicine cats down below? That sounds the most accurate, honestly, because the visions of the medicine cats down below here are... Sometimes really unclear, and they're just like vague prophecies that are mysterious, and they don't figure out the meaning of until the end, so they're kind of pointless. But like, there's so much more to learn. Maybe there should be a whole series, or at least book, talking about the hidden secrets of StarClan, and the conflict that happens in StarClan. I also want to know, who exactly decides whether a cat goes to StarClan or to, or to the Dark Forest? Is there an official cat jury and judge and judge up there that comes out when a cat dies to decide? And random StarClan cats have to serve jury duty, and they're all annoyed because they barely knew the cat anyway? That idea is making me smile, so that would be my guess. But again, there's so much to to learn and guess. Also, when a cat dies, what's it like? Is it just black for a while when the StarClan cats are deciding their fate, if they're deciding their fate, and then they wake up in StarClan or the Dark Forest? Or do they get to be awake for their trial and plead guilty or innocent, and the judge has a little cat-cavel that they (laughs) pang? But if they do have those trials, do they maybe have some Dark Forest Cats Jerry to help decide, so if Dark Forest Cats can give their input on the evilness of the cat? So many questions! Also, who oversees the border between StarClan and the Dark Forest? From what I can tell, no one does. But they should! There should be guards who take different shifts watching the border so there's no trouble. Honestly, they should have a guard on the Dark Forest side, too, because I can imagine them being like, Oh, you don't trust us enough not to watch us every single moment? Fine! Neither do we! And just guarding the border out of spite, even though we know that no Star clan cat would ever cross the border into the evil, scary forest. Where exactly is the border anyway? Is it an exact line guarded, like I suggested before, or is it more like a general area where the golden, bright heavenliness of StarClan fades into the dark, creepy woods of the Dark Forest? Sort of like how the territories of the clans slowly get more like another clan, like how there might be less and less trees where the Thunderclan border fades into Windclan. I don't know. Okay. Now, I think I've said all I can about Starkland. Let's move on to the... Actually, before we move on to the Dark Forest, just a little bit more on um, why it's unfair that cats just fade away when they're in Starkland. They fade away in the Dark Forest, too, which I think is fair. Um, like, what if you're a really, like, obscure background character? Okay. Actually, never mind. Your parents and stuff are going to remember you. Like, Firestar is really never gonna fade away, like, like, probably he's gonna, the story of him is going to be told on from generation to generation, to kids, all through the generations, I feel like that, I mean, yeah, but, like, you know, I just feel like other cats, like, for example, cats whose family, whose family may not be, um, alive, you know, also, uh, let's see, did it actually, I said I was gonna, um, talk more about Cinderpelt, um, when I was saying this, but then I realized I never planned to talk about Cinderpelt. You know what? I'll talk about Cinderpelt now. Like, actually, I don't know what there's to say about Cinderpelt. She got reincarnated. Her soul got reincarnated. Well, oh yeah. So, like, her soul got reincarnated supposedly because, like, to give her a second chance at life. But, like, there are so many cats who deserve a second chance at life. I could even argue that Ashford deserves a second, second chance at life. I hate Ashford. I really do. But, like, 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 just like, I, uh, <laughs> I'm like, like, I, I feel like, I feel like some bad cats should get to be reincarnated to be good cats. That could be a really good, like, book or fan fiction or something because, like, also, like, cats that didn't have a great life, like Cinderpelt should get, or like, maybe, maybe background characters who didn't get to do much. They could, they could, like, go back and have a new life. That would be so great. I feel like Starkling should totally do that. That sounds like, a really great idea for a book. Yes, 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 um, anyway, sorry, that was weird. Anyway, Dark Forest, I'll talk about that now. First of all, I just found a small hole in what I said before about cats getting a trial to get into Clan. If there's a trial to get into the Dark Forest as well, then how do you decide whether a cat is having a trial to get into, into Clan or a trial to get into the Dark Forest? Maybe they have one of each, a trial to see if they're worthy of Star Clan, and then just for kicks, a trial to see if they deserve to be in the Dark Forest. Or maybe it's all just one big trial. I bet Yellowfang was the judge, or at least a major when they let Ashfur into Star Clan, because she was the one who tried to justify sending Ashford to Star Clan and not the Dark Forest. Ooh, now I gotta talk about that. I definitely don't think Ashfur deserves to be in Star Clan at all. But does he deserve the Dark Forest? Yes, spoiler alert, yes, in my opinion. Here are his crimes, if you want to call them that he got really obsessed with squirrel flight, which I don't think should count as a full crime by itself as it's a problem that should be addressed, but it's not a full crime by itself, but then, and yeah, maybe that's like a half crime oh well, it's not a crime I, I I don't know, but like yeah, um, that's just like a thing that like led to a lot of crimes. He also tried to kill Firestar when he set that fox trap just to spite um squirrel flight's father, which is really petty like like, come on, like, you don't, like, he's like, oh, yes, now, now I'm, like, I'm sort of in love with her, but I'm just, like, I'm gonna do anything that will hurt her, it's not even anything to make her mad, it's literally anything that will hurt her, killing her father would really hurt her, I don't know what the how do you, I wish we you know what the consequences are, he set that foxtrot for Firestar with Hawkfrost, um, he also tried to kill holly-leaf lion by Jay jayfeather, because, of course, you know, um, that, again, would hurt her. And for some... I don't know why exactly, but, like, when Squirrelflight told Ashford that they weren't her kits, she, for some reason, he thought that that made a difference. She still raised them. She would still be so hurt if... Oh, right, I remember now. It's it's because, um, Squirrelflight said she wouldn't be hurt if he killed them. I mean, even though she would be, because just to, to protect them. Um... Right, she said that, because, um, um, uh, what am I saying? Oh, yeah, she said, she said that, um, you can't hurt me this way, because they're not my kids, um, so, to protect them, and, and I feel like, I wouldn't believe that if I were Ashfur, I guess he, he really didn't want to hurt anyone, he didn't have a reason for that, I say reason, like, hesitantly, because the reason he had was really not a good one um, again, very petty, um, he never actually killed anyone, but his intentions were to kill, that's the reason people to go to jail, really, because they took a life, of course, of course, but also because they tried to take a life, you can go to jail for that, just like you can go to jail for actually killing someone, if you accidentally kill someone, and you can prove that you accidentally kill someone, I don't think you go to jail, you probably get a lecture on accidentally killing someone, and being more careful when you're not, when you're killing someone, (laughs) when you're, I don't know, just being more careful, um, so, like, if he had gotten away with trying to kill all the cats he tried to kill, he would have killed four cats. That would be enough to send anyone to the Dark Forest, don't you think? But no, Yellowfang judged Ashford to be worthy of Star StarClan, which I do not understand at all. It, it, trying to kill someone is not quite the same as killing someone, but his intentions were the same, if you, like I said, if you accidentally kill someone, that's different than, than, than killing someone, and for that matter, trying to kill someone, because you're not trying, your intentions aren't, aren't bad, you're not a danger to anyone, I mean, (laughs) I guess if you're like that accident prone, you're not like a danger, you're not an intentional danger to anyone, yeah, (laughs) also a little side rant about Starquan, If they knew the Dark Forest was rising, and they definitely knew, by the way, then why didn't they tell more cats down below? Maybe they didn't all know that clan cats were being trained in the Dark Forest, but to me, it still seems like something important. Extremely important. It's quite possible that I'm forgetting something about Omen of the Stars. Like, maybe they did tell them, or they couldn't tell them, but I'm not remembering that. I do remember in the prologue, of the first, um, Omen of the Stars book. At the end, like, like, Yellowfang, like, Yellowfang and a bunch of other cats, I forget what the other cats' names were, um, were there, and they were talking about, like, oh, something bad is coming. And then, like, they were, like, and then at the end, Yellowfang was, they saying very dramatically, we must send an omen, an omen of the stars. And then it goes to the first chapter. Um, yeah. So, this isn't an omen, but as usual, their omens were very unclear. I, uh, I just... I just wish that Clan would- would- would make their own a little more clear. I get it. I get that, like, they have to learn to get through it themselves and all that greatness and stuff. But, like, it's just- it seems really unfair to me that- that, like, that, um, they would- they wouldn't be a little more clear. They could at least say, like, you need to go- like, for example, in the second book, with the tribe cats, they could say, at least say, you need to go and find these cats in the mountains. That's all we're going to tell you. Like, that would have been pretty vague, but it would have been acceptable. But, like, they pretty much, they literally said, you must go someplace, I forget where they said exactly, and, and listen to it. Midnight tells you. And Midnight was the name of a badger. And, of course, they had to be all secretive like that. It's annoying. It's super annoying. Um, yeah, that was my side rant. Anyway, I think that's all about the Dark Forest. Now I want to talk about the strange purgatory-like area in between Starkland and the Dark Forest. I don't really call it, want to call it a purgatory because that's sort of like an in-between place, like the Fields of Asphodel in Greek mythology. If you don't know, the Fields of As- Asphodel are where dead people go who weren't good enough to go to Elysium, where the good people go, or bad enough to go to, tar- to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Or bad enough to go to Tartarus, where the bad people go. The fields of Asphodel are just eternally, mind-numbingly boring. You just walk through these dull fields of dull colors that you can't see the end of forever. Which sounds almost worse than the fields of, than, than the, than Tartarus, because, like, at least, like, like, you're just doing nothing forever. That would, like, would drive you crazy. I mean, it would try, probably drive you crazy to be tortured, in Tartarus, too, so I can't really say that. Oh and by the way a little thing I think about Greek mythology in Elysium I figured if it's pronounced Elysium or Elysium um I was listening to something where they pronounced it Elysium, but I've always, always pronounced it Elysium, so I'm going to pronounce it Elysium, or Elysium, I'm gonna pronounce it, blah, blah, blah. I am going to pronounce it Elysium, a little side thing about, about Greek mythology, which you probably don't want to know, uh, you don't need to know, I mean, I hopefully you don't, hopefully you have some interest in knowing it, but you don't really need to know it, um, but anyway, um, if you're in Elysium, or, if you're in Elysium, you can choose to be reincarnated, um, and if you're reincarnated, and you make it to Elysium <laughs> Elysium three times, which is kind of hard to do, but if you do that, and you make it to Elysium three times, then you go to a place called the Island of the Blessed, or the Isle of the Blessed, um, where the really, really good people go, and it's the best, and it's the best, and it's the best. Anyway, but this place in Warriors isn't like a purgatory. Sure, Needletail went there, and there certainly would have been a reason for StarClan to take a little longer deciding where she, whether she would have been in StarClan or not even though I love Needletail but Ashford didn't and what's more Ashfoot Crowfeather's mother did we don't know much about her but I don't think she did anything wrong to go to the dark forest or for Starkland to even consider sending her to the dark forest but both Ashfoot and Needletail were in this strange place for a reason they had a purpose Ashfoot was to teach Crowfeather that loves the answer and all that Needletail's was to lead tree to the clans so, why do StarClan assign certain dead cats jobs before they go to StarClan? Now that I think of it, maybe the cats who go to this place have done something wrong, and they need to prove themselves to go to StarClan. Clan. tell, I can guess why. But, you know, there was a the whole misunderstanding that maybe I'll talk about it in a future episode. Yes, weird, great episode idea. Anyway, maybe Ashfoot did do something wrong, and we don't know about it. Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know why, but that would be so awesome to read about. Ah! I bet, <laughs> that sounded like a really fake awe. Ah! Whatever. It just would sound really awesome to read about. I bet the rest of the warriors community would have really mixed feelings about that, though. They probably think it was a random book about a random background character, unless they listened to this episode of this podcast. Maybe there should be, or maybe they, their opinion wouldn't be changed if they listened to this episode, which would be totally fine. They can have their own opinions. Um, maybe there should be a fan fiction about it then. Anyway, are there more cats who have to do jobs to prove themselves? Maybe there are more in the Broken Code series, which I haven't read yet. Or, or maybe the Dawn of the Clan series, or some of the super editions that I haven't read yet. Or maybe we find out why this happens in the Broken Code series. Okay, I just thought about it even more, and now I think it's possible that Ashfoot didn't have to prove herself, but Starclan still wanted to do this job, job, and so she did. I can even imagine her going to Starclan and then begging them to let her go back down, so she can show her son a valuable truth that he will lose that he will use in his life. She refuses to go back t- up to Starclad until she knows he understands the truth. Okay, that is now my personal impre- interpretation for that. Basically, dead cats are full of mysteries and warriors, and um, that was obvious from the start. And I kind of hope those mysteries stay unsolved, but also kind of hope they get discovered, at least somewhat. Um, because it's is fun, but also I want to know more! And that is a conclusion I have come to. Thanks so much for tuning into The Moon Pool. You can follow me wherever you get your podcast. and this podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast, and more. Bye, talk to you next week.